0: Welcome back and you are listening to Hebrew Nation Radio and the Wednesday Morning Program with Miriam Stallsworth and Dr. Deb Gold and I am so excited with our our guest today. Oh my gosh, she's just like my hero. You know, she's just out there doing all this stuff and if you listen to the last segment, you're probably blown away. And so before we get into this segment, I also want to mention that she is going to be in the Oklahoma area at Bed-A-Me in March. What do you know the date, Miriam? That she's going to be at Bed-A-Me?
1: Yes, uh, March 13th and 14th. So
0: that's uh, Friday,
1: and I'm assuming it's going to be a Friday night. Is that correct? Uh, yes. And yeah. 14th. So uh, we're very excited. We pray for good weather, and and anybody in around that area, please come. Uh, we are. A loving, inviting congregation that love to have people and you will not be disappointed with uh, coming and, and coming March 13th and 14th. So join us and right. we'll be in Christ.
0: Make your plans now, because you don't want to miss um, out on meeting the world famous, especially she'll be world famous by March, the way things are going, uh, (laughs) Dr. Dina Dye. So this may be your last opportunity without standing in lines with thousands of people. So you might want to go.
1: (laughs) She doesn't have gatekeepers except for us, Right. Right.
0: (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> and Mary and, my, and I will tackle anybody that gives you a hard time. So you're, sa- right. you're safe with us. I'm <laughs> in good hands. You you're are. In hands. <laughs> you are. So, uh, oh, I'm, I'm just so excited. Uh, we want to talk a little bit about, and you've got several things along this line, the on-fire prayer, uh, all the March for Life's going on. And what, what would you like to hit the final segment with first?
2: Well, yeah. So, well, uh, I know some of your listeners are probably part of our teams. Uh, on Fire Prayer oh, started yeah. last spring, and I'm, you know, I'm not going to go through the whole how that all came about. But right now, we are at about 205 prayer team leaders in 44 states and six countries, and you know, obviously. Some are really on board, doing a you know, fantastic job. Some are kind of in the middle and some we may have lost. I don't know. We don't have an exact number. I have no idea. It could be anywhere from two to 4,000 people. But what I do is I send out a text message Friday afternoon. It's mm-hmm. usually some, some inspirational word to you know, get with the Father on Shabbat, draw near, renew, refresh, because this is your R&R off the field. You know, once uh, the sun goes down Saturday night, you know, we fight the battle all over. I personally don't see any distinction. Once again, if we recognize there's not a separation between the supernatural and natural world, then there's not a distinction or a separation between our life. There's not the super, there's not a box that's like a political box and then the other box is a spiritual box. We are an integrated kingdom. And, you know, we have been given a, a, probably the most incredible gift in the course of human history, and that is the ability to vote for our leaders. And so many Christians are not registered to vote. They say upwards of 25 million, the evangelical community, and the reason we're in the heap of mess we're in, the reason that our culture is in the sewer, and we have allowed so much of this uh, garbage in is because the church if you will the the believing faith community has abdicated its responsibility and uh i would suggest that the book the bible is a pretty political book when you think about it Uh, every single chapter in some way is dealing with a backdrop of of politics Uh, empires babylonia syrian persian etc you know you got abraham dealing with the king's the fight between the five and the four. Remember, I mean these—the patriarchs and matriarchs are dealing with uh, the nations around them, uh, enemies, kingdoms, empires, all through. And ultimately, Yeshua is dealing with the same thing. Right. So, on fire prayer, uh, we're we're rolling along. Saturday night, I send out a text. Each state has a day of the week to pray. You guys, I think, are Wednesday, right? I've
1: yes. hey, already sent it out. Wednesday.
2: And just outlining the prayer needs for the week. Now, I've tried to keep it big picture because it's, you know, if I get lost and I only have a thousand characters when I send out a text, so I got to keep it tight. So the idea is to step back. Let's see the big picture where, you know, what is going on, you know, on a big, on a big picture level. So I've tried to keep it uh, at that. I also, am uh, working in the state of New Mexico. I'm working, uh, Closely with a gal named Alyssa, Alyssa Martinez, mm-hmm. who is running for U.S. Senate here in New Mexico. And of course, she's got to win the primary. I'm with a group of ladies. We pray for her every Monday night on the phone. We find out what's going on. You know, she's got in the natural, if you will, an uphill battle. But we she's been in the pro-life movement. Uh, she New Mexico family, uh, New Mexico Alliance for Life. She was the head of for many years uh, probably ten or fifteen years. She's worked in the trenches in the pro-life movement in New Mexico. She has, you know, worked the roundhouse with the state house, uh, with the the uh, Senate and and representatives, and she knows she is solidly, solidly pro-life. So she's she's my gal. Uh, so for this this afternoon, we have a a march. Uh, well, is a sanctity for life march up in santa fe going from the catholic cathedral down to the to the roundhouse um the 24th the march for life in washington and actually Alyssa has been invited to speak at that which is huge she'll get some national attention there and so there are marches and uh, rallies all around the country uh for this because uh, my feeling is if a candidate uh is not pro-life, does not see the value in the most innocent among us, I don't see how anything else good is going to happen. And so I just encourage you people to attend. I understand you guys are having one in Oklahoma City.
0: Yes, February 5th, yeah. and it's at the state capitol. It's at 1130 a.m., and our uh, keynote speaker is Abby Johnson. Uh, she's the wow, one the that the movie is. was written about, and that yep. used to be the head of Planned Parenthood. Yeah. And so she's, of course, now totally pro-life. And uh, if you yeah. didn't see the movie, it, it was fantastic. Um, but yeah. she hard, hard to watch, but good. Yes, yeah, very hard to watch. Yeah. But it was, yeah, it was amazing. And so she's going to be speaking at our event. And then Friday, that you mentioned the twenty fourth, there the pro-life movement is going to be marching in Washington, D.C. And I didn't know Holisa Helisa Alwine was asked to be a speaker. No, no, no. Her, her name is Elisa, Elisa Martinez. Oh, Elisa Martinez. Oh, okay. I thought yeah. you said Holisa at first. I was like. No, what? I know.
2: They kind of sound the same, but this is Elisa. Yeah, she's, uh, she's from New Mexico. She's part uh, Navajo, Zuni, and part Hispanic and a female. So we think she's the ideal demographic to go to the U.S. Senate. And give Elizabeth Warren a run for her money.
0: <laughs> Amen. <laughs> that would be awesome. <laughs> that would be awesome. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. So, uh, yeah, yeah, so, so I'm,
2: I'm very involved in the New Mexico politics, uh, mostly from a prayer support networking stand. I'm not running for office. I don't feel led to do that. There's another guy. Uh, his name is Steve McKee. People can keep him in prayer. He's running something called the 323 Project, which I can't go into detail, but... It is a brilliant strategy for us to take back uh, New Mexico. Has lost everything. We lost this, the state house, both chambers, and the governorship. And we have a radical leftist, progressive nut job in the governor's office. And so, we have a huge surplus because of the oil and gas industry—seven um, hundred million or something. So the budget they're expanding by eight percent, and we're going to spend all that money on, you know, marijuana companies. Uh, the industry, we're going to spend the money on you know, state employees' raises, uh, we're, we're going to give free college to everybody. And I'm just going, none of these things are an investment into the state of New Mexico that's going to reap any kind of prosperity. So right. our state is in dire, dire need of a transformation. But one of the problems we're seeing, so the Republican Party chair of New Mexico, I mean, they're working in close conjunction with the Trump administration, but there's all these sort of disparate parts and there's just these guys and their beefdoms, And, you know, they just, if, if this side of the fence cannot get on the same page, we're in huge trouble. So it goes back to what you were talking about. Unity is the key. If we yeah. can all just work together, recognize we got our spot, let's work in our, work the ground in our area not worry about what's growing over there and try to work together. So, um, I'm attending, tomorrow I go to a, uh, there's a pastor leader prayer breakfast at Calvary Chapel. Uh, there's probably about 200 leaders there. There's something called New Mexico Praise, P-R-A-Y-S, that are putting this on. And there's just a real push in this in the faith community to, um, you know, really to pray together and just expand out. My hope at some point, if this works, is I'd like to be able to go into the churches and just sort of give a passionate, inspirational message on bonhoeffer and where we are as a culture and encourage people you know to register to vote so i would appreciate prayer for that it's very difficult to get into into the churches because these pastors are very um possessive of their pulpits and they're just not going to let anyone in so i've been really trying to bridge build and, and build relationships with some of these leaders so in the hope that some of these opportunities will come to bear
0: Yes. Oh, amen. Amen. And you know that that was a really good point that you made. I didn't realize there were that many unregistered voters in the evangelicals. 25 million you said. Yep, it's
2: it's wow. absolutely abominable. Oh. And this is the problem that we've had because we have divided the supernatural from the natural, the spiritual from the the real and said we have these two. So I'm very spiritual and I don't do politics. Well, excuse me, but our country is headed for, you know, the ash heap of history because we don't, quote, do politics. And that, that's what I'm saying The Bible is a political book. I'm sorry. Yeshua was railing against the authorities in the temple who had corrupted it as well as Rome. And that's the backdrop that, that Israel's had to face from beginning to end. You know, how do you deal with being in exile and oppressed by tyranny? And that's what we're dealing with now.
0: Right, right. Well, what if the Maccabees had decided, oh, we can't be political, you know? Uh, let the Greeks take over, we wouldn't even know the line of Messiah. And we have
2: the ability to choose our leaders. This is profound. I mean, what empire could they choose their leaders? They were stuck with whoever the seed in the dynasty was. And so uh, it's just grievous when I hear people say that. and, And, you know, I mean, we can argue till the cows come home, but it is up to us and to... The way we spread the kingdom is getting involved in every single layer. I mean, obviously not everyone's going to be, you know, running for office and serving that capacity. But uh, the way it, the, the left has done a fantastic job of, of putting the fear of whatever into people to right. not run because you, you see what happens. And that's why, to me, it's so amazing to see someone like, uh, you know, Donald Trump. You know, he ain't a perfect vessel. I get it. But this isn't about his personality. This is about his policies. And he has implemented policies that is for the working man, the forgotten man, those who've been marginalized, he has made a level playing field. And and just the the work he's done in for religious freedom and I don't, you know, I get it, but I'm sorry, his his policies have changed and transformed our country. Yeah. And so it behooves us to get out there and you know and, and work our work our spots.
0: Right, yes. right. And, yeah, and, and every everyone who has a congregation, congregational leaders, we would encourage you to make sure that everyone in your congregation is registered to vote. Uh to, Amen. That would be huge if we could get more uh, leaders to even set up a place for them to sign up to vote. Or, you know, I know a lot of churches won't do that, but... Uh, Certainly those of us that realize, like you're saying, um, Dina, that the, the it behooves us. You know, America wouldn't even be here if the pastors didn't fight in the Revolutionary War. They used to stand there in the pulpits on Sunday morning, throw their robes off and be dressed like, you know, Minutemen and out there in the yep. battlefields, you know, and that's how our, this nation was even founded. But it was also founded on the very principles of a judeo-christian understanding of scripture so there yeah. you yeah, know the, we... the nation has been transformed in the
2: past by you know the, the night riders the the traveling preachers the george whitfields right you know in the colonies and just shouting right. it from the rooftops they, they they didn't divide the the two worlds
1: right. yeah and you know it's so easy to register to vote so easy and everywhere you go i know i went and just uh I think about a month ago or so, we had to renew my tag. The tag agency was, are you registered to vote here, right here? You you know, the, you know, there are places. It is not a hard thing to do, people. And it is if not. Your parents and you have an H go and encourage, everybody wants to get their driver's license. Encourage them to register to vote. It is so important. What a privilege. Amen. Sarah. Well, and here's the
2: thing. You know the, the proverb says, "The fear of the Lord is the beginning of wisdom," right. and we have leaders that have absolutely no wisdom and no common sense, and they are running the show. And their policies are coming from a p- place of folly and foolishness. And these are the policies that have been, uh, you know, all of us are having to live under, and it's destroying the nation. Uh, we're we're at a tipping point. I mean, we may even be past, for all I know. And, you know, I mean, I'm I'm a Trump 2020. I, I went to a rally here in Rio Rancho. Man, that was just amazing. <laughs> Stand in line for how many hours go into this place of just the amount of enthusiasm and excitement was beyond anything. But my and I don't know what will happen in the fall. Of course, I'm I'm praying that we have four more years. But I'm also looking down the road. What happens after? Right. Because the reality is the Democrats get in and they run House, Senate and the presidency. We are done. We're toast. Done, yeah. done, done. Yeah. So we cannot let that happen. And so you, now you can see the battle lines have been drawn. I mean, it's to me, it's pretty clear. This yeah. ain't no gray. And uh, so the question is, what are you going to do about it? And Like I said, I mean, just go examine the policies that that he has implemented, and it is staggering how much the man has been able to accomplish despite uh, all of the obstacles that have come against him, including now we're in the middle of the impeachment thing. Uh, We were just talking about it's interesting that this is the same week as the pro-life, the March for Life, and all those people that will be there and praying. And this thing needs to just go away because – I feel that if it's been, it's a false impeachment. There's there's nothing there that is uh, doesn't come under the high crimes and misdemeanors. It should be thrown out because if this is given credence, credibility in any way, uh, this is going to be the way of life. And you know how our government operates. It right. doesn't matter who's in office; they're going to try to impeach the other side. Right. I I think you know present your case, whatever, but throw this thing out and right. give it no credibility.
0: Right, right. I agree, and we need—that's a, a high on our priority prayer list, right? Is that uh, it, it? Is yes. absolutely, yeah, yeah. So, yeah. all of you Oklahomans out there, that are, listen: this is our day of yes. prayer. So, keep this for yes. first and foremost um, in your prayers because it's—it is life, you know. And I—I I know I talk to people all the time, and and I've shared you know that the, with them some of these points but like you're saying Dina I have heard over and over and over again oh well you know I don't believe in getting involved politically and you're like you're standing there looking at them well when you're thanks
2: a lot,
0: yeah I said. <laughs> <laughs> well when our country is overrun with Sharia law and you're watching your daughters getting raped by 15 Muslims and it's okay then let me know how you feel about that then you know, I yeah. mean, well, I'm in a better state, you know, we've seen
2: it firsthand. And I can't I mean, last May, we're, they're crossing to the tune of 40, 50,000. OK. And, and that in, in New Mexico and Texas, in that corridor. And this president has shut that faucet off to the tune of 90 percent. Stuff is still of course, we're dealing with the, the cartels and everything. But I am blown away. It's a trickle. I mean, and he's created layers upon layers going down to the, you know, Guatemalan border and all through the Mexican. It's not perfect, but unbelievable what he's done just by doing that.
0: Right. It's unbelievable. Well, and could you imagine what could have been accomplished if he'd have gotten support instead of fighting, having to fight all these battles? Oh, there is, yeah, it just... I, I don't even
2: like going there because it's <laughs> depressing. But, uh, you know, the- he has shown us, you know, we who have thin skins and don't right. want to get messy. You've got to just keep fighting the about. Ba- They're going to keep coming back and coming back and coming. They're not going to stop. And it's the same thing in our, you know, in our life. The, that stuff just doesn't stop. You have to just keep fighting. you got to keep the armor on. But, right. again, I remind people you also have to take your rest. Because you cannot fight this battle 24-7, 365. You've yeah. got to take time off the field and get alone with him face to face. But yeah. we, it, it's a battle and it's going to be a battle to the finish probably till you have your last breath. So you got a choice to make. You can just, you know, throw up your hands and leave the field and go, I'm sick, I'm staying in the hospital, I don't care. Or you can get out there and, and battle on behalf of your legacy and um, on behalf of the generations coming up behind us. It's your call.
0: Right. Yes. Right. Oh, Absolutely. Those are very powerful words. It it is your yes. call, and so you know you've got children and grandchildren and generations coming up behind you. What what is the legacy we leave them? And right.
1: Preservation the of our constitution. It's not just about this election, like Dina said. If if this can be done, just think what else would we don't even want to think about it. So you you have to. You have to think about it, people. See this as as dire. This is a dire uh, election this year. Yeah,
2: I I would agree. And, you know, the the people in Iran are kind of showing us where we could end up. You know, that 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 tyrannical um, empire, if you will. But and but and we also see in the crucible that suffering and that pressure and that uh, just that environment uh, they're they're telling us a thousand a day are coming to the Lord, and that that yeah. the movement in Iran is being led by women. Yeah. Uh, there are no churches, there's no buildings, there's no structure, but women are coming to the forefront, and they are mentoring and discipling people in a way to equip them to be able to to deal. And so we're at a we're at a really important moment in that country. That if our you know last time Obama just hung them out to dry in two thousand nine and so here we are once again and and they're crying out to be free and you know these mullahs got to go and the mullahs are kind of just hanging on to their power we'll see where this goes but i i'm praying you know that this whole thing just opens up and these people are set free
0: amen yes. amen amen yeah when you really see the the uh balance of wealth and what really happens it's the mullahs keep all of the money and the people suffer and that's what these protests are about i, I recently read someone had written um that you can walk in it was written to millenniums it, it'll be easy to walk into communism but remember you'll have to shoot your way out and, yeah, mm-hmm. <laughs> And that's what, one of the reasons they want uh, to confiscate our weapons. That's one of the reasons. Right.
2: Oh, yes. It's always the first thing to go. Happened in Venezuela, you know. And in 12 years after they confiscated their weapons, the nation pretty well collapsed.
0: Yeah. Mm-hmm. And at one time it was like, I believe, the third economy in the world. And now yeah. it's like at the very bottom the of the jewel thing. of South
2: America. Yeah. yeah, it's you know that's where we're headed. I mean, we are. That's exactly where we're headed. I just want to kind of end uh, quickly. So you know, you're in your you're in your state, and you're like wondering what on earth to do. I, I would suggest that you contact your local part, uh, you know, Republican chair or whatever. But we we need poll watchers because the biggest thing that's going to I mean the the amount of fraud in the election is uh, untold, and so consider signing up, being a poll watcher, being a precinct captain, support your local uh, pro-life organizations, you know, help register to vote, educate in churches, find something to do. You don't have to do everything, but find something in which, you know, uh, that you can do and uh, get involved. You got, you got to.
0: Yes. Amen, sister. And so, and, and one more time, how can they get the, uh, uh, the, your dvd on is it amazon or just i
2: uh, know it, it just go to bonhoefferdvd.com pretty simple b-o-n-h-o-e-f-f-e-r bonhoefferdvd.com if you want to join our on fire prayer just uh, go to onfireprayer.com it's pretty easy onfireprayer.com and click on answer the call it'll come to me and just tell me who you are all right thanks dina we'll talk again soon okay thank you